Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Let us pray for a moment before we sit down. Father, thank you for the blessing that you've given to us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. going to receive offer an offering. Amen. But before we do that, allow me to share with you something from the scripture. And those of you who are here in time for this section are those who are going to be the richest in the church. Amen. I am sure that you realize that to be rich is is a bit like happiness, like a mouse, not easy to catch. How many realize that it's not easy to catch a mouse? I'm sure nobody here has actually caught a mouse live before. Well, I don't know. But... It's easy to, it's not easy, but it's, you can kill it, but to catch it, that here it is live, not that easy. That's how prosperity is. Not that easy to get it live, and you're holding it in your hands. Now, when it comes to um, giving to the Lord, or doing anything for the Lord, to the Lord's house, we usually have a problem that is our deep-seated thoughts. Do you see? We have deep-seated thoughts as to, you know, why am I doing this? Why should I do this? Why should I give? Do you see? And so, the reason why even, even when it comes to taxes, you find out the reason why people sometimes are reluctant to pay taxes is they don't know what is the benefit of paying the tax. In some countries, you pay so much tax. And um, people in certain countries wonder because you connected your own light you connected your own water you drive on sand and bumpy roads you have to organize your own security 
your own water, your own walls. In certain places, there are no walls. Most houses in America have no walls. And in England, from the road, you go to the house. There's nothing like a wall around the house. And also, beggar proofing <laughs> is something that is not found abroad. Begla proof. <laughs> to keep out beggars, personally. How? Why would you keep out a beggar? Personally. But here, you must do all that. If you call 999, 911, any of those numbers, nobody will come. You must be joking. So, people ask, what is the benefit? So, when, because you are paying the government so that the government will do other things for you, apart from paying, paying the salaries of the government workers. So, what is the use so these are the thoughts that are in people's heads when it's time to pay. Are you there or you are leaving? Or you don't have beggar proof yourself? You don't have your own borehole. You have to do your own borehole. And the borehole, you must remember that everybody in the area has a septic tank. Do you see? And the septic tank is made to overflow. Because everything turns in the septic tanks to water. So the water overflows into the ground. So all of us in the area's toilet is going down into the ground. Then you have also sunk a borehole into the same area to take the water out. Are you there or you are not understanding the message I'm, 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 I'm preaching? Yes. And if you are going to do a house, you even have to bring a transformer. Here we have to bring our own transformer and our car, so we have to bring our own transformer everywhere. You have to get a transformer. When you buy the transformer and put it there, it belongs to ECG. It doesn't belong to you. And electric poles. You have to buy our own electric poles. Sometimes 10 electric poles. You have to make your own road. We made a road to Anakazo. We, we made electric poles. We built all electric poles. Everything. And then when you finish, it is not yours. Beautiful. So in the end, people ask, why? It's the same thing that comes to tithing. When you are going to pay your tithes, there's a question, you know, why? What is the use of this I'm going to pay? And um, when it comes to giving offerings, there's also that secret question. That is in our heads. When you are a leader, you should know what people are thinking that they are not saying. So I want to show you why we are giving tithes or offerings. Amen. Psalm 103. How many want to know why? Yes. Psalm 103. Verse 1. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, and all that is within me, 
song with verse 2. <laughs> but verse 2 says, bless the Lord O my soul and forget not all his benefits. You see, there are many benefits that come from God, which if not pointed out, you may not um, know or think of any possible benefit that you are getting from the Lord to whom you are giving your tithes and your offerings to. That actually there's a lot of benefits that are coming. His benefit may not be in the form of water or in the form of a road or in the form of security or military and all that. You get it? But there are great benefits that come from God for which when a benefit is being extended to you, you are expected to say at least thank you or even at least to acknowledge that I'm aware that you've done something for me. All right? Are you there? Now, benefit number one which you must remember when you are paying your tithes and giving offerings is bless the Lord, O my soul, forget not all his benefits. And the, the, after benefits is the, is the symbol or the colon or semicolon. Colon, I think it is. Huh? Colon. Mine is a semicolon. No, it's a colon. Forget not all his benefits, which means that is what is to come. The next one is he who forgiveth all thine iniquities. Amen. Who does what? Forgiveth all thine iniquities. So one of the main benefits you are getting from God is forgiveness of your sins. Because the wages of sin is death. Huh? The wages of sin is death. Now, when you see certain sins, I remember Derek Prince saying, he gave two examples. He said that there are two, there are some things that when you see, it's not that that's what happens to people all the time. But you see that that is God's attitude towards this thing. One of them is lying. He said that when Ananias and Sapphira died for coming to lie to Peter, it reveals God's mind and God's judgment towards lying for all time. If everybody was to die when they told lies, I don't know the attendance today. I don't know the attendance today. My musicians may be finished. (laughs) Yes. If everybody who tells a lie 
dies, ah, it will be serious. Check your neighbor. Say, neighbor, like you there, you would have, I mean, you would have evaporated by now. Some of you are not saying it well to the person next to you, and I don't know what it means. Are you feeling shy or what? Tell the person you would have evaporated if we are following lies. <laughs> now, the next sin is um, homosexuality. What happened to Sodom and Gomorrah is another thing. The way they were destroyed reveals God's mind towards those things. Do you see? And if that was to happen to everybody who falls into that sin, there would be a lot of issues. But it shows God's mind towards these things. What I'm trying to say is that God is constantly forgiving us. He's forgiving things that others died for. You are still breathing. Especially lies. Are you not breathing? So one of the great benefits from God is forgiveness of sins. When you meet somebody who doesn't forgive, eh? when you meet somebody who doesn't forgive, you will really appreciate somebody who forgives. Yeah. When you meet somebody who doesn't forgive, you will appreciate someone who forgives. So one of the great benefits is that God just decides to forgive you. So for that alone, there must be constant, oh, thank you, last time you were going to execute me, you didn't execute me. Last time you were going to punish me, you didn't punish me. I thank you. Last issue, last issue that came up, you allowed me to go away again. You know, my father was a lawyer. And one time there was a coup in Ghana, a coup d'etat. And uh, one of the soldiers was, uh, you know, they accused, you know, when these problems come, it spreads. If somebody tries to overthrow the government, it spreads. You were his friend. You knew him. You were connected. You didn't say. You knew. You didn't talk. Then the thing spreads. So that man was in the thing. I don't know how deep he was. Whether maybe he was even one, I don't know. But he was one of the accused. And when you are guilty of certain treachery, you die. But my father was his lawyer. And somehow, the man was released and forgiven. Yes. I I, I didn't know because I was a child. But one day, the man came to our house. And I think he brought something to my mother. I think my father had even died. And my mother told me that, do I know who this man is? I said, no, I don't know him. And she said to me, this man was 
accused, he was one of the uh, whatever accused to die. And your father defended him. Says since then he will never he has never stopped coming to the house to say thank you and to bring something. I don't know what he brought, whether eggs or what. <laughs> Charlie, if you are going to die, somebody has come to help things. Huh? Would you not say thank you forever? So when you wave your hand at the person who helped you to uh, be forgiven and you say, oh, what have you also done? It shows you don't understand what the person has done for you. Yes, that you will probably not be alive there. And so when you say you don't know what you are giving offerings for, if you are not giving offering for anything, you are giving offering to say thank you for forgiving my iniquities. And all my sins. Yes. Uh, God has allowed you to live. And to carry on. Living. In this world. In spite. Of your mistakes. Tell the person next to you. I'm glad I don't know the details about you. I'm glad I don't know the details about you. But I feel that if I knew. I would be horrified. You see, when I tell people, say this to this person, you see that you are not saying it. But you can't even imagine what the pe- who, who is that person sitting by you. Hey! He forgiveth your iniquities. Are you glad that God forgives your iniquities? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The day you meet an unforgiving person, huh? That's when you you really appreciate the forgiving ones. When you meet an unforgiving person. If God was unforgiving and God was to count sins, very, very detailed sins, think about your age. Like every year you accumulate more. You commit the sins of childhood, the sins of teenage years, the sins of your 20s, the sins of marriage, the sins inside marriage over some period. Ha! Then the prejudices that come and the old age sins, the sins of a wicked person of inauthority. Hmm. And I've added all. God is looking at you and says, Who forgiveth thine iniquities? May God forgive your iniquities. Amen. Amen. May God do what? Forgive your iniquities. So today when you are giving your offering, you must say, Lord, thank you. That's why I've gathered 1,000 whatever to bring to you, to honor you. I'm saying I love you. You are my God who forgives my iniquities. If I don't get anything from you, God, at least forgiveness I thank you. Amen. When you meet someone who doesn't forgive, you will see the difference between somebody who forgives and somebody who doesn't forgive. When Hitler, Hitler, 
entered the different countries like Poland. Poland has a border with Germany. They entered Amen. The, the number of Poles or Polish people they killed. Uh, one time I watched a video alive, it was a, the real thing happening. They just took them. I mean, it's like all, all of you, these guys, they are all, all of them Jews. Bring them. And in the, in the square, they hung them, put them quickly, put them on, and then they put the rope, then they move the table under. And then there's a man under who holds them and pulls them down so that the neck pulls this one down, pulls this one down, pulls this one down, pulls this one, make sure that they are all dead. I mean, like, there's people in their houses. Come, 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 come out. Like, no mercy at all. There's nothing. No milk of kindness at all. The day you meet somebody who doesn't forgive, you will actually realize that one of the great benefits we get from God is forgiveness. Now, the next benefit, who healeth all thy diseases. Oh, I mean, I've not been sick before. And I haven't had whatever. Let, let me tell you something. Almost every day, some condition is developing in your body and it resolves. Some people even believe that there's nothing like cancer. In the sense that cancer is caused by unstable cells. You know, your body is made up of cells. So sometimes some cells become unstable. And when they become unstable, they start dividing. And then they they grow. But you see, the immune system, you get it, it fights those unstable cells. Stop what you are doing. Stop it. Now, some people believe that it's like if you go through the body, there are unstable cells all the time. But they are not able to grow or to develop at any particular point. But you always find those type of cells. It is when the defenses, and that's why it occurs in older people more. When the defenses in the body are down, then the unstable cells, which have been there all along, then they start to grow a little more. Yes. One time I was in a medical school, I don't know who said, he said, 80% of diseases resolve by themselves. If you just leave it, it will go. Who he left all thy diseases. So not knowing that you've been getting healed over and over and over again, and you've been saying, me now, what I mean, problem, I did this, one, I, mean, I don't have any, I'm not one of those who have benefited from healing thy diseases. <laughs> How many realize that we can really talk like fools, idiots? Yeah. Idiote. He healed all thy diseases. All thy diseases. You know, doctors have, well, some doctors have a different life from lay people. Because to a doctor, almost every small symptom that you have as a normal feeling. He knows a very big disease 
That comes from that small thing that you are saying. My hair is scratching me. The doctor can tell you something that a scratch leads to. Or that is a sign of. My head is paining me. I've got a headache. A doctor can tell you diseases, cerebral tumors, and other things which manifest by pure headaches. My monthly whatever, this thing has become like this. Eh? The doctor can tell you a disease that becomes something. You are pregnant. A doctor can tell you, do you know that there are pregnancies which are tumors? The baby turns into the cancer. Yeah. Chorionic carcinoma. The baby itself becomes the cancer. <laughs> so you say, oh, I'm not among those who uh, healed thy diseases. That, that part I was not here. Uh, I was on the first part about who forgiveth thy iniquity. But the second part, I was not included in that point. Your mouth like uh, this thing. Your mouth like what? Frog. Uh-huh. I didn't say it. Uh, people are saying it. Tell your neighbor, I'm glad God has healed me of cancer. I've been buried a long time ago. I wouldn't be sitting here. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So when you are giving thanks, eh, when you are bringing your offering, you are saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I know somebody I can see here. She said she will not be 30 years old. She told me she will not be 30 years old. Open your mouth. She said she will not be 30 years old. I said you will be 30. She's now over 50. Yes. She said I will not be 30. I said you will be 30. You will be 30. Stop it. Nonsense. You healeth all thy diseases. Receive healing by the power of the Holy Spirit. You will be celebrating victory over disease all your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. He healeth all thy diseases. He healeth all thy diseases. He healeth all thy diseases. How many know that there are diseases that you can't say easily? Raise your hand. Only four people know. Okay. There are diseases that have different dimensions that God says I heal all your diseases all so when we come and we are giving an offering you are giving your time you are giving glory to God you are saying Lord here you are I present my tithe I present my gift I present my offering not for anything but to say thank you for all the benefits that I have from you then you are grateful And whenever you see somebody who is stingy when it comes to giving to God, you see that it's a person who is also ungrateful or it's a person who is also ignorant or it's a person who is also lacking understanding. Yes. It's like me in the church. And you say, what is is my use? Who is he? I don't know him. What is this and that? But you wouldn't know many things that you benefit from being there. It's like a child who talks about the father. What is this? I don't know whatever it is. I've finished school. I don't need this. I'm this and that and whatever. You know, it is a child who lacks sense. Yeah. 
a child who lacks sense. So God is showing us many benefits. And if I go on and on, we will not end now. But at least let's look at verse 4. He redeemeth thy life from destruction. Huh? Redeemeth thy life from destruction. Another benefit from, of the Lord. Oh, how does God redeem my life from destruction? I don't see any redeeming of any life from any destruction. I haven't seen any destruction. It is when you have seen an accident before or you've seen destruction that you will know that God redeems your life from destruction. Little, little decisions that seem like you were just thinking or just a thought, doing this, doing that. The Lord delivers you from destruction. Whatever has decided to destroy you, the Lord delivers you in the name of Jesus Christ. You will live and not die. You will never be found in an accident car. You will never be pulled out of an accident car and taken in an ambulance anywhere in the name of Jesus. No. You will never be knocked down by a car. I said you will never be knocked down by a car. Anything that wants to knock you down on the roadside, it is blocked today in the name of Jesus. Yes. That's why it's called accident. It was not intentional. But whatever represents a distraction in your life, all these are deliverances that the Lord gives you every day. But sometimes we don't know how close it is. Yes. I always remember it was December uh, 22nd. A few years ago. I was coming from one of our offices. And I looked behind in the mirror. And then I saw this new type of yellow tipper tracks. A big one full of sand coming from behind me. I was parked at a traffic light. One, two, three lanes. And I was on the inner lane. And next to me was the, you know, the island in the middle. So I couldn't go forward because there were cars in front. There were cars on my right. And there was no one behind me. So I looked in the mirror, the driving mirror, and I saw a big tipper trap coming at full speed. You know, and the trucks, their brakes use air. They use air. There's some gas they use to stop. It's not just like a normal car. So anyway the car was coming at top speed. So when I saw him coming, I knew this man is coming for me. So I wanted to move, but I couldn't. And so the truck came at top speed. It was coming to climb over me, drive over me like this and go. And I had nowhere to escape to. And suddenly, the driver decided to turn left and climb the island in the middle between those of us who were going and those of us who were coming. And there was a man standing in the middle there. And the truck avoided me just and then came over the man and then somersaulted right by me. In fact, and it, 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 it turned this way. So when it fell down, it fell like this. Pow! Like this. And the sand in the truck came over my car. 
December. I wasn't traveling anywhere. I wasn't going anywhere. I was just parked at the traffic light in Accra. Eh? Sometimes you say, oh, maybe you were, the country you are going to is too dangerous. Why don't you take your time and stay in Accra? I was in Accra. I was in Accra. <laughs> I was in Accra. Yeah. It drove over the man. And our traffic light turned uh, green. My heart was beating. And I just drove off. About a year later, I met the police commander for that area. And I asked him, he was the one in charge of accidents for that area. He came to our church. And he came to see, just came to greet me. And I asked him that there was an accident. I'm just wondering what happened. Then he said, yes, there was an accident. And there was a man who was brought to the police station. And the man said that the truck drove over him. But nothing happened to him. Yes. He said, I remember. He said, everybody thought he was mad. Yeah. You think that he was mad, but he wasn't mad. It was true. I saw with my eyes the truck going over him. And I was quite glad to see because I realized that his life was being taken in exchange of my life. Yeah. And I was glad that he was also divinely, I think the angel just held the truck over, over like this. Angels will be holding trucks over your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. So, it is ingratitude to the highest order when it comes to offerings and we are funny towards the Lord. You come to church, they are busy fixing air conditioners to cool you. To do what? To do what? To cool you. Every day they are working. Huh? Just to make you feel better. Do you have an, an, an idea what it costs? You can't imagine the things behind the engines and many, many things to pump air. Even your room, the air conditioner is able to cool. How much more? This place. <laughs> wow. What a blessing. And you wonder, what is the, what is the use of this? What is the use of that? But God wants us to change our ungrateful attitudes and stop asking questions like, what is the use of me giving offerings to God? No. Even if it is misused, you've given your part to God and God has said, I receive it. And that's what you must always remember. Even if it is misused. If it is misused, you should find a place where it is used well. And go and give it there. That's all. Amen? Father, thank you for the blessing today as we present our offering to you, our tithes, our offerings, our gifts. Bless us, O Lord. Bless us, O Lord. Bless us, O Lord. We are grateful for the great opportunity to give to you. You have there are so many benefits, Lord. So many benefits of, 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 of being your children. And for all these, we come today and we say thank you. Bless everyone here. 
deliver us from the ungrateful person's attitude and cause us, oh Lord, to be filled with gratitude for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Now take your tithes, your offerings, your everything that you have for the Lord and present it today in a special offering. Amen. Take your tithes, take your offerings and let's present to the Lord today something that the Lord is blessed to receive now how many know that the feeling that somebody is grateful is a blessing that feeling Not that the person is even solving anything, but the feeling that the person is grateful. For me, I would prefer to receive an offering of air. Air. With a feeling that the person says, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Yes. Amen. Than to receive things that mean nothing in your heart. There's nothing. I wanted to share something with you, but let's just give an offering. Father, thank you for the offering that we are giving today. We love you. We are sorry for the times when we act as though you've done nothing for us, but you've done a lot for us, and we are grateful. Bless us today in Jesus' name as we give. Amen. All right? Um, come forward and give your offering and as you give alright
Stand to your feet, everybody. Let's pray for a moment and give thanks to God. Whatever distraction is determined against you is cancelled and aborted today. He has done great things. Thank God for forgiveness of sins. Thank God for whatever disease threatens your existence and your life. It's quenched. He healeth all thy diseases. He causes you to recover. Every unexpected surprise, unexpected attack, every bad news, we abort it and reject it now in Jesus' name. We pray for healing. We pray for healing. We bind all forms of cancers. We bind breast cancer, prostate cancer, liver cancer, kidney cancer, cancer of the stomach, cancer of the esophagus, cancer of the bladder, cancer of every part 
Oda, cancer of the wombs, cervical cancer, mantasama skin cancer, every strange disease we reject it right now those of you watching by television place your hand on your body right now and receive your healing receive protection divine protection Amanda divine healing right now Mando Kamara now lift your hand and thank him for healing thank him for healing from every disease Thanksgiving for are very very important it says who crowned thee with loving kindness who crowned thee with what loving kindness now that's another great blessing and who satisfies thy mouth with good things now it's good that God didn't explain or, or define what loving kindness is but rather gave that broad spectrum word loving kindness tender mercies Amen Now today under the anointing I believe that whatever job you have is a gift from God and that God has good gifts for you. I tell people if you ever have a chance to work full time in the ministry it's one of the greatest opportunities ever because it's very difficult to be in full time ministry just like a bank. If you get a chance to work at Barclays Bank oh wow what a blessing. Because there are not so many opportunities. We encourage people to work for the Lord. But if you do ever have a chance, that is a blessing. So you may be encouraged, you know, to work somewhere. That is a blessing. So I believe that jobs are also things that God does. Amen. You may also work somewhere and it's a curse. Because you have to sleep with everybody who is there. You have to sleep with everyone to find your way through the system. You have slept with every every level, every floor, if there are four floors. 
Huh? Yes. Sometimes you are in a horrible environment. You are earning money, but you are being destroyed. So today, which is what I wanted to say the last time, he crowned thy life with loving kindness. Crowns you with loving kindness. One of the main reasons why people present their fathers with their first salaries is because directly or indirectly your father has contributed to you existing to have any job that you are doing. Yes. I worked at Kolebu before and I, I didn't enjoy I, I was looking for the first day to be out. But since I came to work for the Lord, I've, I've never checked when is it uh, time for leave. But when I was working at Kolebu, I was always checking when is the leave starting. Anywhere you are working, where you are really calculating for the leave. How many are places where you are calculating for the leave most of the time? It's not your life's calling. (laughs) It's not your life's calling. Today I want us to sow a seed as a prayer seed. He satisfies your mouth with good things. Amen. God is going to satisfy you with good things and it's going to crown you with loving kindness I'm not saying that you have to change your job but I'm believing God with you that you have the best possible job for your life I saw somebody the other day person lives in one country and works in another country works in the house in the bedroom if you don't like the country but you like the job and you can have the job in another country he's crowning your life with loving kindness amen good things are going to come out of this prayer and always you'll be saying thank you to the Lord and thank you and thank you and thank you for blessing me with a job and with business whatever it is you are doing bless it Lord bless it Lord you are watching live you are doing whatever join me to pray we are praying for jobs but we are sowing a seed because it's one of the benefits of God is to crown you with loving kindness whatever the kindness is and maybe the kindness is Lord grant me out of this place what is the use of being working at a place where you have to sleep with the boss? Yes. Ask your neighbor, is it you? And tell the person, stop acting so like you don't understand it, the topic. I don't like, tell the person, I don't like, I don't enjoy your 
the pretense part of your it's like yeah what is the point of working at a place where you are hated they hated me without a cause it's not a nice environment to be hated God is setting you free from that in the name of Jesus. Now, I need you to say amen. When there is certain something, you say amen. And, 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 and we must all say the amen together. Not that this one says amen, this one says amen, this one says amen. So all the amens are together. I say, what is the use of working at a place where you are hated? You will never work at any place where you are hated. What is the use of working at a place where you have to sleep your way to the top? You will never sleep your way to any place position again. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says to beg, I am ashamed. You not beg again. Oh, I you see you are not learning how to say no, please. Otherwise, I will be transferred from here to another place. Yes. Because Sunday I can be in so many places. So since you don't know how to say amen, I'll find some people who know how to say amen. You never work at a place where you are hated again. You never work at a place where you have to do bad things again. You never beg anymore. To beg, I am ashamed. You will never beg. Beginning from now. I said beginning from now. Amen to what? Beginning from now. Beginning from now. You'll be celebrating a good job every day. I didn't hear your amen well. When you go to work, you say, I like working in this place. she said my husband is working at this place now she said, I've never seen him happier than now yes he's always happy now yes you will always be happy I said you will always be happy you will always be happy you will always be happy now take your seat where are the offering people where are the offering people take your special seat this is a loving kindness offering you are saying lord i know you are granting me loving kindness for my job my work i'll not beg again if you don't have a job you are receiving a job if you have a job it is getting better if you have a job and you need to leave you are moving on
Father, we present a seed. And do you know what this seed is? This seed is saying, thank you for my job. A good place, a good opportunity, a good blessing. Lift it up. Thank you. We present it in Jesus' name. Saying, thank you for your benefit. Your benefit of a wonderful position, place, job, employment, mission, whatever it is. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Come and put your seed in the offering basket as a special thanksgiving. He has done great things. He has done great things. He has done great things. present to you an offering today saying thank you for every nice thing you've done for us in Jesus name Amen tell your neighbor you'll be hearing congratulations all the time from now you'll be hearing congratulations continuous congratulations God bless you you may be seated oh come and put your hands together for Jesus 
I don't feel the excitement. Are you in the first love church? Put your hands together for Jesus and give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Amen. Well, the Bible teaches us that the testimony of the Lord, it makes wise the simple. And I believe that every single testimony that we hear every Sunday is supposed to give you some wisdom to follow. Amen. So today we're going to hear from our brother Mark, who is going to talk about how God saved him and changed his life. Put your hands together for him as he climbs up the stage. Oh, encourage him as he climbs up. You can do better than you are doing today. Put your hands together for him. So tell us your name and what your testimony is about. Hallelujah. My name is Mark Kupoku. Um, I'm with the First Love Uncles and Aunties. And I'm here to share a testimony about how I got changed. So um, when I was younger, um, I was a very bad boy when I was in school. But my parents didn't know. I was living a dual life. So what happened was, I used to organize parties um, that um, GHS graduates in my class. How old were you at that time? I was 15. 15 years, you were organizing parties. I was organizing parties. And we could party till like 3 a.m. in the morning. As a 15-year-old? As a 15-year-old. In this Accra? Yes. Wow. So what happened was, when I was younger, I didn't have this much beard, so I had a very good boy face. And my parents really trusted me, so... I went under the pretense of it was just a sleepover. And what happened was, we had these parties at, um, it was an estate. They have some sort of, um, it was like a recreational center. So the idea was that you tell your parents that you are coming for a sleepover. And since it's already an estate, they won't suspect. But within the estate, we had changed um, an aspect of the room. And we had um, the bulbs, the nightclub kind of setting. And you did all this as a 15 Yes, I did. Yes, you thought I, about all this. Yes, I, had, wow. I did it with my friends. And it wasn't also open to everybody. Mm. It was just particular people okay. who their parents could allow all us right. to go out. Yeah. Because at that time, I wasn't staying with my father. My parents yeah. had separated. Yeah. Okay. So I was doing everything on my own. So, so fast forward, initially, I wanted to go to Achimota School because I wanted to go and continue from there. But my dad told me to go to Presec. So I went to Presec. <laughs> so when I went to Presec, I was just in Form 1, flowing, not doing anything much. So I remember one particular Saturday afternoon, I was on my way to study. I was going to the block, and I met then Pastor Felix Boating. Wow. Yes, from Presec. He was then the traveling secretary for LI. Wow. So What's LI? LI? What's LI? LI is Leadership International. Okay. So LI is like SU from the UD. So okay. he invited me. I initially thought it was something about leadership. So I decided that why not? Let me just go and flow. So when I went, I heard him talking about being born again. And I was like, hey, what has leadership got to do with being born again? So I wanted to leave. But I, some way, somehow, I found myself there. So fast forward, he kept on following up on me. I, he, he preached a message. And the message that shocked me, I would say, was he preached from Daddy's book, um, Seven Great Principles. At that time, it was a small booklet. So what he shared that touched me was that um, going to church doesn't make you born again. Because I used to go to church when I was young. I used to follow my mom to church. And I, I felt it was okay because I'm going to church. I'm, in a way, doing God a favor because um, I'm going Mercy. to church and Mercy. I'm doing God bad. You. So Mercy. I just went to church. So I didn't think, I thought I was saved. If the trumpet should blow, I'll be okay. Yeah. So Pastor Felix preached, and he made me understand that going to church doesn't make you born again. You need wow. to give your life to Christ. Wow. 
So he kept following up. He kept coming to Presec, coming to look for me. Sometimes he would pass by during the Oh, week. I think if you are putting your hands together, you should do it. Yeah. So sometimes he would pass during the week, look for me. He would come Saturday. And at that time, there was a lot of um, Carnival of Stars going on on Legon campus. This was some 2010, mm. 2011 going. So daddy used to come around to paint and the other hostel. So he invited me and I'll just come around. So come you come and pick you from Presec and, and take and you take to Lagos? Yes, he'll take okay. me there. Then wow. I'll just be there. Wow. So I remember one, we went for one at um, Odogono Senior High. I left with, I was then with Reverend Kofinti. Mm. I went with Reverend Kofinti wow. then. So he came for us and we went to Odogono. And I think that was where my life changed because um, the, the message hit me. I, all of a sudden I realized things began to fall off. Some of the things that I had the desire for parties because it was when I was growing up, it was at these parties that I learned how to do like a number of bad things. Mm. I learned how to kiss. Like what? Wow. I learned how as to... As a 15 year old. As a 15 year old, wow. I learned how to kiss. And I did a whole lot of bad things. Yeah. But all of a sudden I realized that like these things began to fall off. And Pastor oh come Felix, on, put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. Pastor Felix kept checking up on me. Yeah. He kept coming and when I even got to Legon campus, he made sure that I was in the first life church. So he took care of he you from the time you were in secondary school. I think you should put your hands together for Jesus. Rise to your feet and give God the glory. Amen. Oh, come on, rise to your feet and give God the glory. Yes. So this is a young man who couldn't have done anything for Pastor Felix. Pastor Felix couldn't have given him any money, but Pastor Felix took interest in him. And by the grace of God, today he's in church. He's well established. So what do you want to say to everyone who is listening to you today? I want to say that um, Daddy's commission of us going to the secondary school is actually a great thing. Because it was through such visitations and through somebody coming to look for me and take a personal interest in my life that I became. I became saved because the assumption is that um, most people are saved and everybody in secondary school is good but I was I looked good but I was a very bad boy at all I was a very bad boy wow so I will encourage I first want to say thank you to Prophet and thank you for sending Pastor Felix to Presec to look for somebody like me because if it wasn't for Pastor Felix I think I would have gone on a very bad life because I had a car when I got to Legon I was driving in campus, so that one, I'm sure I would have taken it to the next level. level. But by the grace of God, I've been saved. Wow, come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. So do you have a school yourself? Are you going to people? You are doing the same thing. So where are you now? I'm in Accra High now. Yes, and you are also taking care of people. I want you to ask your neighbor, neighbor, have you taken a school up? Are you going to any school? Turn to your neighbor and ask your neighbor that question. Amen. And I believe that as we do this, God is going to bless us. The Bible says, Jesus said that, as my Father sends me, so send I you. And I believe that that's what God is sending you to do, to look for someone else. Give your hand, put your hands together for Jesus. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Weren't you blessed by that? Come Come on, give God glory. Amen. When everybody says no and everyone rejects you, God is choosing you. Oh, we just learned how to say amen. I said God is choosing you. God is selecting you. In Jesus' name. We've had a blessed service so far. How many of you can feel the presence of God, presence of the Holy Spirit here? And it's time for the word of God. I said it's time for the word of God. 
and I know I know today your life is going to be changed your life will never be the same God is interfering in your destiny God is involving himself in your life God has a word for you your miracle is in this house your breakthrough is happening right here it's your time for miracles nothing is impossible for God oh I can't hear you I said nothing is impossible let me hear your loudest amen nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God come on let's sing it nothing is impossible when you're trusting in his word, I can see the voice of God to me. Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon his word. For everything, oh everything, yes, everything is possible with God. Impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible when you trust. Come on, everybody, sing it. Everybody, sing it. Hack into the voice. The voice of God to me. Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon. blessing that you have for us in Jesus name we pray amen you may be seated revelations chapter number two I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience and how thou canst not bear them which are evil and how thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not and have found them liars and has borne and has patience for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted amen nevertheless I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. Amen. I'm, I'm sharing with you a little about first love. Amen. First love is different from love. First love is different from love. Um, because it is a certain 
it has certain features and characteristics. And everybody really longs for those features when it comes to love. Someone who loves you or whom you love. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse number 2. Go and cry in the ears of Jerusalem, saying, Thus says the Lord, I remember thee. God says, I remember thee. The kindness of thy youth, the love of thine espousals, when thou wentest after me in the wilderness, in a land that was not sown. It says, go and speak to Jerusalem. Go and speak to the people. I remember how they used to come after me. They used to follow me. They used to search for me. They would search for me. Not I would be waiting for them and they wouldn't show up. I used to, they used to come after me in the wilderness. Nowhere was too far. But now I don't see them in that way. So, verse 3. Israel was holiness unto the Lord and first fruits of his increase. All that devour him shall offend. Evil shall come upon them. Now, this verse speaks about how Israel, during the time when Israel loved God with first love, he said, Israel was holiness. Remember that holiness always speaks of being special. All right? That's why holiness is not, not fornicating. That's why you say holy temple, holy tabernacle, holy cloth, holy oil, holy place, holy land. Many objects, inanimate objects are described as holy. So holiness is not necessary. You can't, you can't say the, the holy land is pure from certain activities. God doesn't have an activity. But the word holy, which was to my surprise, one day I discovered in the dictionary, means to be special because of a religious purpose. So the land, the holy land, is a special land because of its religious purpose. Or the temple is a special building or the special uh, cloth or holy oil is a special oil because it's for religious purposes. So Israel was holiness. Look at the scripture. Israel was holiness. So Israel was special. When you have first love, you are special. When you are into first love, like you are special, and people who marry sometimes the second time or the third time, or even have a first love and a second love, do you see a third love or 14th love? They often say, you know, what I did for this one, I cannot do for you. I can't. I don't have that feeling. And I don't think it will amount to much. There's no point in all these things, you know. So, uh, you are not as special, you see. So, it says Israel was holiness. To the Lord. In other words, Israel was special because he was the first fruits. So when you are the first, you are special. So God wants us to love him with first love. 
And when we do that, we will be holiness to him. We will be special. Anybody who loves someone with first love will be special. Yes. All right? And then he'll be the first fruits of his increase. Then all that devour him shall offend. Anybody who touches someone whom you love with first love, you see, will be offensive to you. It will be very offensive. Say, hmm. Don't touch my special thing. You offend me because I love this one with first love. But when you are the 17th love, 16th love, 48th love, when you even touch it, it's like, oh, it's the general thing. You can have, have your pick. Feel free. It's nothing big. Do you see? First love is indeed a very wonderful thing. And you can see from this scripture, all that devour him shall offend. Anyone who touches what I love with first love will be an offensive thing to me. It offends me. And evil shall come upon him, says the Lord. What? Evil shall come upon them. Evil comes on you because you, you are offensive. Are you with me? Yes. You offend. Now, hear ye the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob, and all the families of the house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, What iniquity have your fathers found in me that they have gone far from me and have walked after vanity and are become vain. What? Why? Why? Why have you not maintained your first love? You get it? We want first love. How many want first love? Huh? Oh, yes. Yes. Usually, love starts changing from first love to second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, up to 48th love. When you find something wrong with the person you love. That is why when people are married for some time, they often don't have first love. Because after being together for five years or ten years, you can find a lot of things wrong with the person. So that's why the Lord asks. That says the Lord. Because Jeremiah chapter 2 is about first love. That's why he asked him. I hope you are understanding the scripture. This is Jeremiah chapter 2. It says, What iniquity have your fathers found in me that they have gone far from me eh? and have walked after vanity? So you know, God is saying that, okay, I've been with you for so what have I done wrong? Do you see that you are some way towards me? Yes. What have I done that you are some way towards me? Honestly, first love is very, very important in our relationship with God. Do you see? Yes. And God wants us to love him with first love. I like reading what I'm reading, so I'm going to continue. Verse 6. Neither said they, where is the Lord that brought us up out of the land of Egypt? 
and led us through the wilderness, through a land of deserts and pits, and through a land of drought and the shadow of death, and through a land that no man passed through, where no man dwelt. And I brought you into a plentiful country to eat the fruit thereof and the goodness thereof. But when you entered, you defiled my land and made my heritage an abomination. All right? So God is saying, why? Why? I've done so much for you. I've been so good to you. I've been so nice with you. And one of the tragedies in this life is that sometimes the people who love are treated like this. Yeah. Sometimes people who love a lot have this kind of treatment. This is wonderful. There are problems that lovers have that if you don't love, you never have such a problem. You know, you never be hurt. Yes, you never be hurt. You just exist. Oh yes. If you don't love, you protect yourself from being hurt. That's why I'm so good. I'm in the relationship, but I've not put my heart in it. I've not put my heart in it. I for the relationship I'm in, but I've not put my heart in it. I don't want trouble. I know my heart. I know my heart. I don't want to be deep into this thing. Uh-huh. And sometimes those who hear stories about broken heartedness and watch issues, they can't, they, they, they can't give themselves. Or sometimes those who are in a broken home and they see the effect that it has on their mother or, the, or something or the way the breakup affected it, life, they say, no, this thing it will, it, will, it will disturb me. I don't, I don't need it. I don't want it. All right? So, and the verse 8 says, The priest said not, where is the Lord? And they that handled the law knew me not. The pastors also transgressed against me, and the prophets prophesied by Baal, and walked after things that do not profit. When following other people. Huh? Following other people. Verse 9. Wherefore, I will yet plead with you. See, this is a problem of a lover. He still likes you even though you are some way. Wherefore, I will yet plead with you, says the Lord. And with your children's children will I plead. Amen. Has a nation changed their gods, which are yet no gods? But my people have changed their glory for that which does not profit. You, you rather left the one who loves you and went to follow the one who has nothing to give you. Can you imagine that? Huh? One day I met somebody who wanted to choose between two jobs. And I realized the person had a quite a good, um, a big decision to make. Should I take this job or this job? Both were offering clearly. Sometimes you have someone who wants to marry you. Shall I choose this one or this one? Which one would you choose? Many people would choose the wrong person. Oh, yes. Yes. Many people would choose the wrong person. I've, I've had various experiences where people who should have chosen me didn't choose me. Oh, yes. I to choose you. No, no, I don't need you. I don't like you. I choose somebody else. It's amazing. 
So it, it's a question you ask. It says, wherefore I will plead with you. How can a nation change their gods? Which I yet no God, but my people have changed their glory for that which does not profit. Now, today I want us to learn about first love. I'm going to turn us to Songs of Solomon. Where we are going to learn about first love. Amen. Number 18. I think we were at number 17. A person with first love, this is Songs of Solomon, chapter 2 and verse 15. This is first love. First love is very important because first love is something far better if polygamy was practiced. The, the person who has many choices would always choose someone who is the first love. One time I met a king, you know, and he had a king's wife and he had many wives and so I asked her are you the favorite wife she said she thinks so I said why because I'm always called yes I'm always called what would make them call their choices now you see in our Christian marriage we don't have choices uh-huh. but if there was a choice Which one do you think will be chosen? You choose somebody with first love. Yes. Now, take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vine. For our vines have tender grapes. A person with first love knows the little things, knows that little things spoil love. Amen. Little things spoil love. Take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines. For our vines have tender grapes. Amen. You see, what spoils a wonderful thing is not often a big thing. Yes. Little foxes that spoil the vine. Amen. Little things. Take us the foxes or deliver us from the foxes. The little foxes that spoil the vines for our vines have tender grapes. Amen. Love for God And therefore, love for one another. And therefore, love in relationships is changed from first love to 17th love by little foxes. Yes. The big things are there, but the little things are not there. Yeah. If you take a church... The big things are there. What are the big things? A church, a building, a pulpit, a song, a worship leader, a song is sung, huh? piano, choir, uniforms. Big things are there. But little things are gone when the first love is gone. 
Little things like, wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, there, there are more wows here than here. There are more wows here than here. It's true. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, many times I've been in cars. Sometimes I look outside the car and I see a man and a woman in a car driving. Sometimes I just have fun with myself. I look and I say, if they are married, they will not be talking. If they are married, they will not be talking. Yes. If they are married, they will not be talking. Yes. Now, one of the little foxes that spoils the vine. Do you see? Is this one? This one. This one. Yeah. If you were full of interest and you were full of eagerness, do you see? You'll not be on your phone, but you'll be looking at the person. I mean, I don't know if you saw the old man in the film here that we just watched. He was really absorbed with the prophet. He was, I mean, was, I was looking at this. Oh, yeah, yes, he was, I mean, I was wondering that which old man in this church is doing this thing. I've not seen him before. Hey. He like, was interested in the prophet. If you are in the car and you are interested with somebody, your eyes will be there. Your interest will be there. So it's not that the, the, the big things are there. The ring is there. The, uh, uh, the, the children are there. The car is there. The name has been changed. All the major things are there. But it's the little foxes that have chewed some of the vines. And the marriage has changed. <laughs> they are spoiling the tender grapes. Yeah. Take, take the, and you see, you will gravitate towards the place where they are, they are, they are giving you fans. When as you come to a 17th lover, 15th lover instead of first lover, you get a different response. The first, another one is smiles are gone. Oh yes. A good photographer, a good photographer is someone who is able to take a picture of someone who is giving a real and natural smile. Yes. Yes. And you, you often can't get a natural smile. Like a real smile. The person is really happy. Yes. Now, you see, the children know how to take everybody's smiles, fake smiles, but you, you, to get a real... Yes. <laughs> smiles are gone. Wows are gone. Noises are gone. Shouts of joy. The, the main things are on. The main things are on, but the shouts of joy are finished. The scraping the banking, acrobatics, happiness, singing. Instead of singing songs of joy, you hear hymns that are sung at, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, 
What are those songs? Uh, you, are, you know the songs. What are the hymns? Oh God, I help in ages past. I hope for years to come. It's a message. Instead of joyous songs, we have hymns that are being sung. Through all the changing scenes. You are trying to say that your marriage has gone through some changing scenes. It is well, it is well, it is well, it is well with my soul. Hey! And then, uh, 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 what are the songs that they sing? Are the great something they sing it at funeral? Great, great, no, great men, something, something, great men. What feeling are we getting? What feeling? What is this? Are you getting a joyful feeling? Instead of Andre Crouch or instead of I'll be calling you. Where is she? I'll be calling you. Ah! I'll be calling you or I really like you. My beloved, I like calling, I like talking to you uh-huh. And I like it when you call me, I like calling you When I call, I feel good, makes me happy, I will be calling you Whether for a long time or a short time, I want to call again Oh, love one again. Great something something. Now praise me great. Play the piano. Uh, play the pipe organ. Change it to pipe organ. Hey, must man the father's name in story. Now praise the Lord who now has been Hey! The atmosphere has changed completely. So, the point that I'm making is that the big items are there. But, first love is gone. Yeah. Little foxes. Yeah. The effort, just even the effort to impress is gone. Yeah. When first love is gone, 
you see the person looking like a scarecrow in the house. Yes, scarecrow. Don't know what is a scarecrow. Put a scarecrow. Scarecrow. Find a scarecrow. Or a golly walk. No effort to impress. But when there's first love, there's effort. Oh. There's a smile. There's an effort. When you see, there are many people, when you see them making effort, it means a visitor is coming to the house. That's when you see plates. Cutlery you have not seen before. Drinks you have never drank before. Special meals. Then the visitor will come and say, wow. Chale, you are enjoying oh, Chale, but you don't know that it's a special movie. You are watching a movie. Movie for visitors. All the first love things are gone. When you went to first love, Efforts were made. Efforts were made. Efforts were made. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now you are irritated. Yes. Now you are tired. Yes. Little things. The energy. When I came to the first love church, I, the, the difference I felt was the energy. Yeah. Energy. That's why in the Bible, most of the patriarchs they took a wife in their old age. Wow. So Abraham took a wife in his old age. Jacob took a wife in his old age. So they have somebody and they, and they gave birth to many more children. That's a golly walk. Where is a scarecrow? We want the definition. Yeah. No more effort. Yes. When showing love. And we have what we call the cadaver. The cadaver. <laughs> the cadaver. The dead body. Dead body marriages. Take it like that. Many little things. There are places. When I go, when I have any of my singers from Ida to Kezara to all of them, I don't let them sing. Because I, 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 for this, this place will not appreciate my songs. Oh, yes. I say, no. I, it's, it's a card I play. I play or I don't play. Yeah. It's a card I play or I don't play it. I pull back. But then they, will not, they will not appreciate this. I say, no. Should we not say no singing? They will not they will not give they will not appreciate they will not be impressed there will be no stars fans encouragement shoutings enjoying no wows <laughs> no dancers no fans givers no amen sayers no those who shout more we want more no, 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 no. These are little things. So no people who shout when you finish preaching. Oh, no. But you have a lot of people who are looking at you politely and saying, please take note of the time. The time has gone. A lot of time has passed by. Please take note of the time. 
please be aware that there are other things that we have to do today. Little foxes. Yes. Put that scripture on. Beautiful scripture. Songs of Solomon 2. says, take us the little, or get rid of the little foxes. The little foxes that spoil the vines. For our vines have tender grapes. It's a prophetic book. So you have to see the message. He's saying that it's the things that are spoiling the big thing. The love is something. Look, the difference between Ghana Airways and British Airways is not a big thing. The planes are the same. In fact, I, I, I don't know if you know that Ghana doesn't make planes. We don't make planes yet. We don't make planes yet. I'm not so sure about wheelbarrows and uh, other things that we have started. We started making wheelbarrows. Yes. We buy the planes. It's the same aeroplane. The, 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 food, the food that is eaten on Ghana Airways is made by the same company. There's an, there's a, it's a special company that has to make food for airlines. Okay. Yes, you can't, just, you can't just cook in town like Ketra. So, so catering have made food and you go and put it on board. You can't do that. You can't do that. So it's a special the reason is because you can have a running stomach on board and there's only one toilet to 50 people one toilet to 50 people so if two, a lot of people want to go to the toilet at the same time and are not able to contain and somebody goes in and over delays it can cause a crisis yes I've, I've, I've heard of it before yes Yes. So the big things are the same. The small things are different. Yeah. A first lover and a second lover is the small things. Happiness to see you. I have people in this church who give me fans. Uh, some suit, suit, wait, wait, no, some, wait, 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 please. I'm explaining something. <laughs> Small children, they, they are happy to see me. They, when they see me, they are happy. Yeah. It's not a big thing. It's not a doctrine. It's not, it doesn't give money. It doesn't provide any security. It doesn't do anything, but they are happy. They plant themselves at a place and they just wave and they shout. Like, you will not get people to wave and shout at you. Those who married and their first love is finished, there is nothing like waving running, hugging. They are just fairy tales in books. So when you see somebody, that's why elderly people also like coming to weddings. They are coming to look at memories. Sweet memories. Things that have passed. Things that are in the past. How it used to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lack of time consciousness. Yes. When you are in love with somebody, there's nothing like time consciousness. There's nothing like, what is it? Sudden movement. What is this? Who is that? Ask your neighbor, are you the one who waved your hand in the house like that? <laughs> Are you the one who waved your hand in the house like that? 
When something touches you, you are not just as ah. A lack of time consciousness. Yes. Remember, remember where it came from? It came from First Love Church, not from Second Love Church. First Love Church. Amazing. Ask your neighbor, are you irritated? Is there a problem? Is there a problem? There are so many churches with short services. We know what we want. We know what we want. We work for the Lord. Now, I want you to get up, everybody. See, so the 34th Labet on this side. I want you to find somebody and ask the person that. Is there a problem? Is there something that we need to bring back your first love? To revive your first love? Because we, we feel something has changed about you. pastor and his wife died now when his wife died he buried her she died on Sunday he buried her on Thursday or Friday now he decided to marry someone about two years later he, he got married now this lady he married he gave up so much for her. The reason is because she had been married before. And she was a divorcee. So some people felt that he shouldn't marry her. But he said, oh. And she was a beautiful girl. She was a beautiful girl. Now, when he got married and took her to the honeymoon, he was trying to romance his new love. <laughs> I don't know exactly, as I'm preaching now, I can't even remember the topic or the issue, what happened. Suddenly at a point, she reacted. She reacted. And let me calm down so that I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she reacted. Can you see me? Oh, because of the television, you can see me. <laughs> she reacted. 
And she said, no. Listen. Then she took her ring off. I'm talking of honeymoon. And then she threw the ring. Yeah. She threw the ring. And she told him, she told him, listen. This is not the first time that I'm married. This is not the first time. <laughs> you see, he didn't go for first love. He went for 20 something. You don't even know. He said, she said, this is not the first time I'm married. I've been married before. She took it off. She threw it. This is not the first time. Yeah. So you see, something that is not the first time, it will be different. The first love is different from... So she warned him. She warned him. I mean, I'm giving you this warning. This is not my first love. You are not my first love. I don't have time for certain things. Yeah. I pray for you that you will have first love. And I pray for God. I pray for God. I pray for God to have first lovers. Whose initial love that has energy, shoutings, excitement, happiness, flowings, amens. I pray for God to have such people. To love him, who give him fans and clap for him and are excited about him. And I'm never tired of him. I'm never irritated with him. I pray for God to have such people. I pray for God to have such people. Yes. When David went out and he came and people were dancing. And he was also dancing and took off his clothes and he was playing. Then Mikal. She was an old wife. She was a Madame Queen. Madame Queen in the house. She didn't come to the service. She wasn't in the flow. Ramasatopa Shabakabayandala. She wasn't in the flow of what was going on. She stood back and she made a funny comment. He said that what? How glorious you were and covering yourself. That thing that she said made her the ugliest woman to David. That was the end of his marriage to her. He said no, 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 no. And he never came back to her after that. He said no. When I'm happy Instead of flowing, you are standing there. Therefore, Michal, the daughter of Saul, had no child until that day, which means he never came to her again. She wasn't beautiful to him again. Do you want God to find us that we are not beautiful to him anymore? We are not beautiful, we are not nicely nice to him anymore. Do you know? Do you know one of the meanings of the word beautiful? Shall I tell you something about the word beautiful? Shall I tell you something about the word beautiful? Shall I 
tell you something about the word beautiful. How beautiful are the feet of in Isaiah? It says, How beautiful are the feet of them who bring good news, who preach the gospel in Isaiah 52. Beautiful. One of the meanings of the word beautiful, how beautiful is the word comely. You see, people don't think about the word comely, but the word comely means come. Lee. You will always be coming. They will always be saying, come, 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 come. God will always be calling you, come, 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 come. Come Lee, come Lee, come Lee, come Lee, come Lee. Beautiful. Mikal lost her beauty. She lost her comeliness. What makes them call you? Someone you choose you, come to me. It's gone. Even though you've got a body, even though you have the equipment, even though you have everything, the come, come, come will be over. No more come. No more come. You are not comely. 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 How many want God to be saying, come, come, my baby, come, come, my baby, come, come, my baby, come, come, my baby, come, 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 come. That's when you are comely. It's not big things. It will never be big things. It will always be little foxes and small things that take away the first love. Yeah. When I preach about Lazarus at the crusade, when I preach about Lazarus at the crusade, I lie down on the floor. I jump on the stage. There are little things. But it's from my heart. I want to show the people about that. And then one day somebody said, I've not seen a pastor who lies down like this. He does this, he does this, he does this. I tell you, God loves those who come with all their heart and all their energy and all. You put away your diplomatic, distinguished behavior. Yes. One day, somebody looked at a certain queenly lady and said, I can't imagine you in doing the marriage things. Hey! I can't even imagine it. You look too queenly. But of course, he didn't say it directly to say He said it so much. I can't imagine the, the marriage things. Hey. You'll be nice and flowing for Jesus. You'll be comely for Jesus. He will always be calling you, Come, my baby. Come, my baby. Come, my baby. Come, my baby. There's a song we wrote, it's called, Call Me If You Love Me. Call me if you love me. You'll be getting many calls. You'll be getting many calls. Come on, baby, come. Come to me, come to me. I don't even know what to preach again, it's okay. (laughs) 
talking about first love. Amen. Amen. Now, sit down. <laughs> First love, number 19. I don't know why I haven't written a book about this yet. First love, a person with first love is not an employee. Never, never, never is owned and possessed by the Lord. I'm not an employee of the Lord. Because a first lover says certain words. And one of the things that a first lover says is found in Songs of Solomon chapter 2 and verse 16. It says, my beloved is mine. (laughs) My beloved is mine. And I am his. You are owned by your beloved. My beloved is mine. 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 Yeah. When your love is at the first love level, and I, when I say mine, it's not captivity. We have another realm of marriage where it is captivity. It is prison wardership. Wardenship, yes. Ownership. But mine, my beloved is mine. My beloved belongs to me. My beloved is mine. And I am his. Whenever you feel great love towards somebody with first love ramifications and first love elements, you always feel an ownership. Is mine. She is mine. He is mine. Yes. I'm yours, Lord. I'm yours. Nobody else's. I love you. I work for you. I serve you. Amen. How many are ready to belong to the Lord? So even when you are at work, you see that the work can never possess you. You know, all through my years in medical school, I was the Lord's. They tried to teach me many things in school. Medical this, medical that, medical this. Seven years, couldn't change it. I was the Lord's. He had caught me and I was his. My beloved is mine and I am my beloved's. I am his. Finally, A person with first love can work for long hours till they break. Oh, yes. Yes. Nobody will tell you that you are working. Songs of Solomon chapter 2 verse 17. It says, until the day break. Until what? Till the day break. Until the shadows flee away. Turn, my beloved. And like a roe or a young heart upon the mountains of Betha. Until when? Until daybreak. You should be like what? A young heart. Eh? Where is the scripture? 
Put it back there. What is this person doing? Until the daybreak and the shadows are gone. My beloved, till daybreak, you'll be jumping like this. You'll never say that you are tired. There will be energy to run till daybreak. That's where the all night long comes in. You cannot find the first lover and feel that he's tired. People wonder what are you doing in church at uh, seven uh, at seven p.m., nine p.m., midnight. What are you doing there? It's first love. Those things are first love things. When it is not first love, by twelve everybody is in his house, and then you go for what? Family lunch. Family lunch for what time? Twelve thirty to two thirty to three. Restaurant close at three. Family lunch. That's decent family life. Yeah. But when you love the Lord, till daybreak, TDB, all night long, all night long, you'll be there. And it's true. Those who have first love and finished, they'll tell you that, listen, you know, I have work. One of my pastors, he was in London. At a point, they asked him, Do you have another job? <laughs> Do you have another job? So I don't have any other job. Are you sure? Do you drink on Sundays? He said, No, I don't drink. Do you work as a, a delivery man? Is there something? Are you a taxi driver? Because on Mondays, they could see that, yes. <laughs> he has been up until daybreak. Loving the Lord and serving Serving in the house I've been a Christian for so many years Serving the Lord And working in the church Yes And I love it And I don't want anybody to dampen My first love With your eyes The way you look at me and I feel bad How many want somebody to make you feel bad And it's like You are doing something too much It's not I mean no, 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 no. No. One day a first lover went home and the, the, the one in the house was not a first lover. Then the non-first lover told the first lover at the time, he said, it's absurd. It's absurd that you come at such a time. That's what people think. It's absurd. What are you doing? What are you doing in the church? Wasting your time. Doing whatever. Should have been resting. Preparing for tomorrow. That's not what pays you. It's your job that pays you. Hey, people have words. You know, I've always been excited in the church. Always. I I won't lie to you. You, you are just knowing me. Yeah. I used to belong to groups. Calvary Road. We, we, were, we were used to go Monday to Saturday. It was Sunday that we rested. Monday to Saturday, there was always something meeting. Always. I've been on it for years. Yeah. Serving the Lord with joy. And like Paul said in Acts 20, that I might finish my course with joy. I want to go out joyfully. With joy serving the Lord. 
And I want to encourage everybody. You know, this, this message is also a message for your marriages. Yes. It's a message for your marriages. What did Paul say? None of these things move me. I don't count my life dear to myself so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received from the Lord Jesus. First love church, let's finish with joy. We started with joy and we are going to finish with joy. So, anybody who comes here who things are too much for you, you get what I'm saying? Everybody must have a red card in your pocket. And you take it out and show the person away. Amen. Until day breaks. Now, until day breaks, what will you be doing? Songs of Solomon, put it back. It says, until day breaks, eh? and there's no shadows, turn. You'll be turning. That means changing. There'll be changes all the time. Turn, 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 turn. Those who are married understand what it means to turn, 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 turn. Till day break, you'll be turning. Wow. But if you don't have first love and they say 10, you shake your hand. What is what, what is this? What is that? Make up your make up your, your, your make up your mind, whatever you want. like a row or a young heart. Have you got the video of the jumping uh, this thing? Find them. Be like a row or a young heart upon the mountains of Bethel. I tell you, let me tell you something. Give me a church full of such people. That's all that I want. Anybody who is not interested in this, please go to a distinguished I'll tell you we have the Kodesh, they are very dignified over there. We have an Akazo Assembly headquarters, Bishop Interval, the convener of the church, eh? Makane Church at Oyibi, and the Makarios Church. They, I mean, East Legon Hills, Healing Jesus Mission, Spintex Road. Many, many churches, air conditioned churches with, I mean, whatever, air conditioned, very dignified, and you'll be very happy there. Oh, yes. Here are children. Here are, here are antelopes. Here are rows and hearts. That is what we have here. I say here are jumpers. 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 And rows and antelopes. And antelopes. Yeah, here are antelopes. Here are antelopes. 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 antelopes when you see them jump you shout yay yay hey 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 we'll be jumping all through till day break 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 
till daybreak, till daybreak, till daybreak. Let, let's sing that song. Sing that song again. Put on the pipe organ quickly. Now praise me, and famous man, the Father's name beautiful songs. I'm not mocking it in any way. Very beautiful. beautiful. Classic. The best. But the feeling comes differently. <laughs> I want to jump for the Lord. 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 I want to jump, 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 jump. Excuse me if I'm disturbing you. Excuse me. I apologize. I'll write a letter to you after church. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if it uh, disturbs you. Yes. I like it when you call me I like it 
find anybody who was not uh, rejoicing and ask the person wait wait ask the person please are you ambassador uh, uh, ambassador whatever your ambassador to which country your ambassador to which country <laughs> Is there an ambassador here? You do drive a CD car. <laughs> All right. Okay. Give the Lord a shout of hallelujah. Till daybreak till daybreak yes now first love will find you in the night hey it's said in songs of Solomon chapter 3 verse 1 it said by night on my bed I sought him whom my soul loveth you see when people have first love they are in bed together when the first love is finished, this one goes as a relay. They do 100 by 4. This one goes, then after this one comes, give the this and then this one goes away. 100 by 4. I say, I'm praying. This one says, I'm doing this. This one, I'm doing this. But this one says, by night, <laughs> I sought him whom my soul loved. Wow. So you see, we are talking about loving God. Oh. But you see that it shows in so many other things. Yeah. Sit down. Sit down. By. There are some ambassadors. I think this side is mostly ambassadors. They all work in the foreign service. They are in the foreign service. Are there some diplomats here? <laughs> She's a diplomat. I see. Which embassy? Which embassy do you work? India. Hey. <laughs> last night, last night, I woke up in the middle of the night and then me and the Lord, I tell you, we had a very nice time. Then I went to sleep again. Wow. You'll be having such nice times with the Lord. Every standing. I don't I don't want to take your time. By night on my bed, I sought him whom my soul loved. I sought him but I found him. Wow. I sought him, but I found him. I will rise now and go about the city in the streets and in the broadways will I seek him whom my soul loveth. I sought him, but I found him not. Yes. I will seek him whom my soul loveth. When first love is finished, there will be no messages. There will be no calls. When the calls, the messages come, the answer is okay, or even short form of okay is K. 
Short form of OK is K. You just get a K. Or a thumb. Now we are, we are into symbols. <laughs> Father, we lift our hands and we declare our great love for you with energy and with little, little things that make up our first love. Strengthen us, O Lord Jesus, and grant us to serve you with passion, with feeling. Let the little things that show and indicate that first love is gone, let them be taken away from us. And let it be replaced with all the signs of the first love. We love you. We love you. Father, we like you. We choose you. We'll be happy in your house. We'll serve you with joy, everlasting joy. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here, maybe somebody invited you to church. You don't know Jesus as your savior. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus to change my life. I don't know who you are. Maybe you are in church, but you are not as excited as we don't know what are they happy about. Today, God wants to show himself to you and change your life. If you are here like that, and you want to serve God with joy and with first love. You want, to, you want your name to be written in the book of life. Lift your hand like this. I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God, to Jesus Christ. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. Wherever you are, if you want Jesus to change you and save you to today, just this afternoon, I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. If you've lifted up your hand, come to me. Come. 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 Wait. Come, come all the way to the front. Come. I want to pray with you. Come. God bless you. Come to me. Come to me. Come to me. Please forgive me for my sins. I give my life to you, Lord. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I humble myself and I give my heart 
Say, I give my heart. Say it out. Everyone join and say, Jesus, I give my heart to you. Please write my name in the book of life. Please wash my sins with the blood of Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for washing me. Thank you for making me a new person. I'm a new person. Say, I am born again. I'm a child of God from today. I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Now, all of you here, I'm going to give you a present, a gift from me. All right? And I want you to follow the follow me here. Look at the follow me. Follow this way. And God bless you. Clap for them as they go this way. Take your Holy Communion. Take your Holy Communion. John 6 and verse 50. It says, This is the bread which came down from heaven that a man should eat and not die. And what? And what? And not die. This is the bread which came down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. Lift up the bread. Father, thank you for the body of Jesus Christ that is given to us. Lord, that we may eat and not die. Death is banished from our presence. I say death is banished from our presence as we receive the body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Now the wine. This is the blood. The blood of Jesus that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Blood speaks. Everybody say blood speaks. Blood speaks. Blood blood has a voice. Blood has a voice. The voice of this blood, the blood of Jesus, is the voice of mercy, forgiveness, pardon, pardon. Like I said when I was taking the offering, if you ever meet somebody who doesn't forgive, that's when you will know the difference between someone who forgives and someone who doesn't forgive. May the blood of Jesus wash away your mistakes and grant you divine pardon against all the errors and mistakes of your life. May you receive divine pardon, the blood of Jesus Christ. Lift your hands for your blessing. Your two hands. May the Lord himself remember you. May the Lord himself answer your prayers. May the Lord himself visit you this week with loving kindness and tender mercies. Overcome. I say overcome. Whatever threatens you, threatens your existence, receive power to overcome. Power against power. Say amen. Power against power. Power against power. Power against power power of the enemy. 
you will live and not die. Whatever threatens your ministry, whatever threatens your business, whatever threatens your existence, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. Say amen. The Lord bless you. The Lord give you peace. The Lord help you. The Lord remember you. The Lord fight for you. The Lord contend against your enemies. Cursed are those that curse you. And blessed are those that bless you. In the name of Jesus. Let me hear your loudest amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. For the last time, let me hear your loudest amen. You may be seated. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.